Dive into The Divider, Trump in the White House, 2017 through 2021. Go inside the Trump Oval Office, from the chaotic beginnings to the violent finale, with unprecedented access to cabinet officers, top advisors, family members, and Trump himself. New York Times bestselling authors Peter Baker and Susan Glasser offer a riveting must-read portrait of America's 45th president. The Divider is in stores now. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. You're listening to Broncos for Breakfast with Nick Kendall and Scott Kennedy. All right. Welcome in. Welcome in. It is Thursday morning, August 4th, 2022. Uh, we are, gosh, uh, less than two weeks until the Broncos are the first preseason game. I think we have a Hall of Fame game uh, tonight. God, who, who even knows? If, that, if that's That is the farthest form from football that we have out here. But welcome in, guys. Excited to be here. Scott, good morning. Good morning. I think we talked about it a little yesterday. I was like, wait a minute. I actually am a little intrigued in the Raiders and, and Jaguars. A little, a little bit. And it is football. It's almost like wandering through the desert. What what was that one of the Star Wars movies where he comes out, uh, one of the new ones, he comes out of the desert and just dumps his head into the trough. He's like, you know, best water you've ever tasted at that point. Who cares yes. if it's dirty, muddy water that the, the Banthas are drinking out of or whatever. I think it was that Indiana was, uh, Jones. No, well, that was probably one of them too. But this was definitely yeah. one of the newer, the, one of the newer Star Wars when, uh, when he got he crash landed his his craft into the into the desert yes. of Tatooine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. enough nerding for the day. <laughs> we'll nerd on some football here later. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's get into it. Welcome in. Let's say hello to some people in the chat. Uh, of course, we got Dale in the house. Good to see you, Dale. Um, always good. I hope you're doing better. Good to see you in here. Um, he says, good morning, Nick and Scott and all of Broncos country. We got with first, no fear. Um, kind of a newer name in here, but uh, in here again. So good to see us. And good morning, Nick and Scott and Broncos country. Jeremy, not a new name. Old, old news here, Jeremy. No, it's great to have you, Jeremy. An OG. Good morning, boys. Let's hope for some good padded practice today and no injuries. Sorry, busting everybody's eardrums there. But uh, God, wanted to add that one for you. Um, EJ coming in. Good morning, Nick and Scott and Broncos country. Uh, of course, good to see you, EJ. We got U.S. Dave saying, "Ugh, I woke up to forge woke up on forging the Falcons time." Well, uh, are you on the Pacific time because that is very early. <laughs> I don't know if U.S. David. I don't remember where U.S. Dave is, but I said we're here. We'll we're we're, we're still here. We're ready to chat, even if you're up. Well, uh, we'll be ready to go. So, uh, no problem, no problem. Welcome in, and uh, we'll be back here in a couple of. Uh, not too long we'll be adding shows so not yeah. next week next week is still the schedule monday what tuesday wednesday thursday but the week after the first preseason game you're going to see a lot more of me and nick yep if you absolutely want. you're going to see a lot more <laughs> sorry guys no it'll be a lot of fun always love hanging out with you guys and a lot more coffee uh, to be drank as the days are getting shorter scott speaking of the days getting shorter did you see that scientists discovered the earth is spinning faster I haven't. I felt lighter, you know. I felt like you know I was being thrown, like I was lifting up. No, yeah. I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen that. Uh, I, I don't my know head what hurts. would cause that. I'm <laughs> What's sure. What's going on? <laughs> I'm sure it's the other side's fault. It's yeah. their fault. 
Got it. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. But you know, also is crazy. How about this giveaway? A signed Javante Williams helmet. We welcome Pristine Auction as a sponsor to our podcast. PristineAuction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site with an A plus Better Business Bureau rating. Auctions on PristineAuction.com start at just one dollar, and each day there are over one thousand autographed items available. So you win signed authentic signatures at affordable prices. Just last week, an autographed Justin Herbert jersey sold for. Just $110. Deals like this are happening all the time over at pristineauction.com. And they have just about every player you could want, including Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. Better check out those Broncos on there as well. Every time on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reputable authenticators. Upgrade your collection of signed memorabilia today and get $10 off your first item one when you use our code HUDDLE when you sign up today. Again, pristineauction.com, use code HUDDLE to get $10 off your first item. And that's not all. In addition to $10 off your first item, we are giving away a signed Javante Williams helmet with the old classic D. Man, the helmet looks so good. Uh, To one lucky listener who signs up using code HUDDLE, here's your chance to win. All you have to do is sign up on the website using our registration code HUDDLE to be entered. Links are in the description. Once again, that's our code HUDDLE. Yeah, that helmet is gorgeous. And one of the beautiful things about it, other than the helmet itself is in order to get a chance to win it, this isn't a weighted type thing, you know, so, oh, Ethan's going to win it. DWI guy's going to win it because he's he's always number one. This is a one for one. Everybody's got a chance. You don't have to buy anything. So no purchase necessary. I'm going to enter. I'm going to enter under a burner. I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not eligible. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I won't. I will register because I'm very interested in pristine auctions. But a uh, very good chance to win it. Just a gorgeous helmet signed by a budding superstar. Yeah. God, what... What a gorgeous helmet. The only way that would be better for me is uh, if it was a Patrick Sertan helmet. I mean, I guess Russell Wilson would be pretty cool as well. But uh, oh, actually, a John Elway signed one would be sick as heck. Um, but uh, I digress. That's God. That's such a beautiful helmet. I would just take the helmet, honestly. Uh, Dave Glassman. Good to see you, Dave. Good morning to you. Also, we got Carlos Garcia saying morning, Nick and Scott. Have a good one. Uh, Toyin Williams. Good morning. Afternoon. Broncos country. Good to see him. Chris Jenkins. Morning Broncos family. Mike Gibbons as well. Good morning, Nick and Scott. Thank you for always having a great show, man. We haven't even started yet. We don't know if this is going to get off the rails. This could be the worst show ever. So uh, don't put that pressure on me, Mike. Gosh, no, (laughs) we appreciate you. Mark, our guy uh, coming in. Good morning, Mark. I hope you're doing better. Well, we missed you yesterday. Um, If you're in here, that makes me assume that you're feeling a little bit better, but uh, you know, still sending you good vibes and, uh, Good morning to you, Mark. Always good to see you. Kenneth Booker in the house. Oh, sorry, Scott. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, and I just wanted to hit up Dave. Dave had come in with some stars too. So Dave Glassman oh, with the stars, Dave. with the hearts. Love you, Dave. Appreciate you. Uh, I think you're getting us getting us off started with the stars today. So number one, first. Awesome. First in. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you so much. In-house, uh, Ryder. Good morning, fellas. If Broncos were trying to sign Barr, why don't they just sign Alexander Johnson? I don't know. Um, that's a good question. Uh, maybe there's locker room stuff. Maybe there's uh, scheme stuff. I, I'm not sure. Maybe they feel like he's redundant um, to some of the guys they already have. I guess he's probably still an option uh, out there, but they also brought in uh, Joe Schobert for a workout as well. Now, Joe was a paid big time money, I think two, three years ago now by the Jacksonville Jaguars only lasted there for a year. Classic Jags. You want to talk about a team with dead money, um, the Jags, and uh, they traded him to Pittsburgh and he's been falling off a bit, but uh, still probably a serviceable uh, camp body. And 
it'd be kind of fun to see. I mean, I, we're all pulling for Jonas Griffith, uh, and I, I haven't seen uh, DWI guys in here, so I guess I can talk a little bit of Big Ten uh, slower white uh, linebackers. But uh, um, Joe Schobert and Josie Jewell, man, those two had some uh, interesting, from what I remember, I think they played the same time, you know, tackle-off battles with uh, Wisconsin and Iowa back in the day. Oh, man, I have some serious Wisconsin envy in the Big Ten West. Uh, Rakeem Sprinkle, what's good from Atlanta? Good to see you. Um, uh, let me let me hit on that one real quick because when okay. I, I I I think of Barn, I haven't I, I haven't watched him play like he did. I watched him coming out of high school and college, and I've I've used mm-hmm. him as a talking about him before, where you know I've had uh, I got into a discussion with the UCLA admin about oh you don't know the mentality to play defense. I'm like you're never. Someone asked me why why don't the Pac ten Pac twelve have good defense? I'm like you'll never have good defenses while you're using this guy like Anthony Barr f back. At least 6'5", 260 pounds. He always struck struck me as an outside guy, as an edge guy, where A.J. Alexander-Johnson is straight inside. Now, I don't know that mm-hmm. Barr has been playing inside. I don't think he has. But he doesn't strike me as – it doesn't strike me as the same position a- at all. Uh, he, he does a little – he does a lot of the hybrid stuff uh, mm-hmm. where sometimes they put him on the edge. It's kind of what the role that I pictured for – Baron Browning, but that's maybe further down the line um, because th- there's a so lot on bigger. Your you know, I mean, they're yeah. it's six two, six three versus six five and change. I mean, Barr is a Barr's a at one of those. You know, I, I mentioned in the chat yesterday with y'all about you know Alabama's guys just look bigger. I'm like they sign the exceptions to the rule. Is are the kind of guys Anthony Barr is one of those guys that's an exception to the rule. He's too big to play linebacker. <laughs> Oh no, he's not. He is. He's. He's. He's got a different level of athleticism. He's a different type of player. My guess is he's made significantly more money uh, over the course of his career. Um, he's just. I, I don't think of those as you know. They're not quite apples and oranges, but they're mm-hmm. you know at least Granny Smith versus uh, you know versus whatever red apples there are. So they're different. Yeah. They're different players. I don't. I don't think they're in comp. Dramatic pause. A dramatic. Pause. Says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Petition with one another. No. Just getting some more bodies up there. It's about the edge room as much as the off-ball linebacker spot. Or, excuse me, stack linebacker. Don't want to get you going, Scott. It's not even better. (laughs) I mean, putting an adjective in front of a linebacker position that's been around for 120 years is still putting an adjective in front of a linebacker position that's been around for 120 years. 
Yeah, but George Payton used it in Behind the Broncos, so it's in the uh, it's in canon now. Um, TD Randall coming in two dollars saying good morning and we and have a great day. Hashtag Broncos country. Thank you so much, TD Randall. We appreciate you. Rob Bucksbaum. Good morning, Nick and Scott, my favorite MHH team. You're too kind, Rob. That's really nice of you to say. Uh, sorry, we got to get you up early uh, for that. Maybe maybe you are up early. You have more time now, so you you are a captive audience. That's the best kind. Uh, you are guys um, like Rush Song, Spirit of the Radio. Begin the day with a friendly voice, a comparison, a, a companion, unobtrusive. Man, that's deep. Deep thoughts from Rob yeah. Luxbaum. Uh, Lawrence has come in here. Actually, it was Miguel, not Lawrence. Uh, says, good morning, fellas. Seven days in. What are your biggest surprises? Oh, what is surprising? I don't know. Uh, that Albert, Albert Okawebanam hasn't flashed a little bit more. Um. You know, there's nothing, nothing we've heard that Montreal Washington is still getting a lot of praise. Yeah, uh, he was getting praise before the injury. Now he's getting topped up even more because they may need him. Um, but that that may be one of the best camp surprises so far of of all the things that we've heard uh, to date for me at least. I I have a couple. Um, one is that it seems like Patrick Sertan has evolved into a somewhat of a demigod uh, level of a cornerback. Um, to the point where, you know, coaches are like, hey, man, you got to let us win some reps out here. It's, it's, and that's, I mean, actually heard that, um, which is pretty funny. Um, so Patrick Sertan emerging into just an unbelievable uh, level of player that might be a an NFL kind of face on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, man, what a draft that uh, 2021 draft is turning out to be um, for across the league, that first round, man. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And then also another surprise for me is just how, much and how consistently uh, it sounds like Baron Browning is flashing at that edge spot. You know, there's a lot of, uh, I don't want to call it pearl clutching, but you know, Broncos country really wanted that fast, highly, decently, highly drafted athletic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, How could you move my (laughs) linebacker to edge? Um, Yeah. Uh, He did look fine. The stack linebacker last year, but he's got the, the body frame, athleticism, power, et cetera, et cetera, to uh, be a pretty good edge rusher. Um, I remember at the senior bowl, they lined him up number five, Ohio state at edge. And uh, he won a lot of reps uh, there down there at that spot. So he sounds like he's been doing really well at edge as well. And uh, excited to see what he looks like in that role. So that's, that's a good surprise because there's always a little bit of concern when you're moving the guy around uh, so much, you know, are they getting comfortable? Are you putting too much on their plate? Or are you having to like flush out what they did before, et cetera, et cetera. If there is the easiest position that you could possibly play <clears throat> and make an impact, it would be designated pass rusher. Yeah. You know, yep. it, it's not run for us, run. It's the defensive equivalent of run for us, run, you know, kick yeah. returner, catch the ball, run. Yep. Um, you know, Devin Hester was like that. I had heard that he was like legitimately LD uh, learning disabled and had trouble playing wide receiver because he, he literally had trouble like staying on sides. Hmm. He was a run for us, run type, put him back there, um, kick him the ball. That, that's kind of what pass rusher is, you know, forget everything. It's third and down along. Go get that guy. Yeah. You know, okay. Let you let your natural ability take over. That's what you absolutely should do with someone. And I'm not saying he lacks instincts. You've heard me yeah. talk about this guy before with, with boss Bailey, with Taylor Mays, guys that should have been moved like that boss ran into injuries that the kind of athlete and he's got experience there that Baron Browning is. I'm not surprised that he's having success at edge. I'm not. Yeah. Now, and just to give a little bit of credit to edge, you're right. It is more of a pin your ears back uh, position, 
but you know there is discipline to it because if you crash in i'm oversimplifying of course yeah, yeah, yeah. i this know is, this is more to the chat uh than to you scott i know that you know <laughs> but this is more to the chat because uh just want to add a little bit of nuance and context obviously you don't want to you have to have a little bit of discipline at setting the edge um if you crash too hard you're gonna leave yourself really vulnerable to the outside and those teams like god the eagles last year those zone reads killing you out there the other part is um and you listen to von miller or any uh great pass rusher talk about it while it is a pin your ears back position um it's also a very a thinking and a patient man's position as well because you set up a guy all game long for that one move and when it's third and five and you need to uh, get a sack or a pressure you set up that counter you have it and uh in your back pocket and boom you flash that and uh easy path you got that offensive lineman tripped up so um but you're right, Scott. Uh, I just wanted to add the nuance, not the chat. You know and, that. and that's that's also why I didn't just say edge. I said yeah, like DBR, you know, yeah. third down long designated pass rush because then it is, you know, yeah, you can still get beat. You don't want to get beat to the outside. That's the worst place you can get beat. Yeah. Um, but it, from a mental standpoint, and you know, throw them in there, throw them in the deep end, and let them swim. The easiest place on the field might be running back and pass rusher to yeah. uh, to to. Uh, assimilate the quickest because it is it's pure athleticism yep and just for my you know the conversation on this we'll say hello to paul first paul morgan my broncos for breakfast fixed looking forward to my edification well paul um hopefully uh we're getting you edumificatified um but uh what are these what would you say are the uh the more thinking man positions out here so we're talking oh, about uh quarterback without a doubt and okay so I was, first i was thought you'd say that now i'm gonna yep. say besan's quarterback yeah without quarterback <clears throat> center and inside linebacker and then, okay. uh, to a certain extent, safety. You're my um, guy. That's it. Yep. You know, right up the middle. It, it, we said it a zillion times. The farther away from the ball you are, the more athletic you have to be. Typically, the more athletic you have to be, the less intellectual you have to be about the game itself. You know, wide receiver out wide, see ball, catch ball. When you're inside a little bit closer in the middle, you got to anticipate a little bit more. There's more traffic in there. There's going to be more to see, more pre-snap reads when you're inside tackle to guard to center bigger athletic is it tackle if you can't cut a tackle i move you to guard um if you're a really smart guard they'll play you at center (laughs) or maybe just a shade undersized um outside linebackers you know moving in the corners are the best athletes on the field if you're not quite good enough to play corner they'll move you inside for slot corner i'm still talking about a straight four uh if you've got the size to do it but not quite good enough there they'll try it safety if you got the size but not athletic enough there Outside linebacker to inside linebacker to defensive end to defensive tackle. And if you can't play those, you're out. If defensive tackle, they'll move you to offensive line. Yep. That's just the hierarchy of athleticism. And the closer yep. you are to the ball, the more you got to think about it. And one more note on that before we get to Dale's comment here. Um, the intelligence aspect of the center position of the stack linebacker spot and of the safety spot is probably one of the reasons that you – have so many busts at those positions in the first round and a reason that you find so many quality starters day two and on it's because teams are drafting a lot of these guys based on the athletic measurables, mm-hmm. which is, you know, much more uh, data driven. You know, it's, it's more precise. You, yeah. You, but, can, you can measure it. You, yes. Like you just said, measurables, this other yes. stuff is not measurable. And that's why you have, I mean, no position has busted as much in the first round over the last decade as that stack linebacker because people are drafting. Why, why, these- why don't we call it inside linebacker? Why? Middle or inside? That's what it is. Every single one of those guys you're talking about is an inside middle linebacker, and it's been that way for 140 years. Why are we trying to change that? Because in a 4-3 base, um, there's He's not inside. All three of the inside linebacker then? No, the one that we're talking about right now is inside. 
The other yeah. guys are outside, outside linebackers. If they walk up and put their hand on the ground, they're a defensive end or an edge. I, I don't I really don't get it. <laughs> we got to get somebody Why? in here to talk about this. Um, Dale coming in. It's been middle uh, linebacker, inside linebacker for 150 years of football. Why are we changing terminology now? I think it's because they're trying to loop in um, the four, three guys that play on the second level of the defense. And there's okay considered- for me. I'll, I'll, I can, I'll give you that one, but they're still outside linebackers. They're yeah, still but- outside linebackers. If they walk up, call them an edge. Okay. Edge is a new terminology. Okay. We always call them stand up defensive ends. Same yeah. thing. Yep. An edge. But every time in this conversation that you have mentioned a stack, it's been an inside guy. Why? Because we're talking Broncos. Because <laughs> that's the defense they play. Um, but yeah, I digress. Uh, Dale coming in. Some Broncos news. Uh, thank you for helping us here with that, Dale. Getting us on track. Uh, Nick or Scott, do you know anything about the Darius Shepard signing? And I know that you had a few thoughts here, Dale. All right, excuse me, uh, Scott, before we get going on this. Um, just look it up. There was, you know, they, they, they worked him out yesterday. They brought in six guys yesterday, three wide receivers. And I guess Darius uh, showed up the mo- most, has some experience in Green Bay. Uh, what's, what's funny though, is his, his profile picture looks like he's in a chief's uniform. So I guess he spent some time, uh, with the chiefs, um, played with the Steelers practice squad, Minnesota Vikings practice squad, got some time on special teams and a few targets and receptions with green Bay in 19 and 20, still relatively young, uh, 5'11, 186 played out of North Dakota state. Man, there's that, there's that team again, Nick, yeah, that, North, so. that North Dakota state and that Northern Iowa, we need to start paying a little bit more attention to those boys up there. Hey, man, I pay attention to Northern Iowa uh, being in a hawk on myself because they take somehow they get a lot of the good players um, that I'm like, oh, why didn't they go to Iowa? I went to the Iowa UNI game back in 2016 or 17 where David Johnson had two receptions for like 70 yard touchdowns and 100 rushing yards. Like, God, why didn't he go to Iowa? Um, Chris Jenkins, though, because the game is changing. It's OK to accept changes, Scott. It is. But we're not talking about anything that's changed. We're talking about a guy that is behind the line, backs the line. He's a linebacker. On the inside, that's who we're talking about. That hasn't changed. Not in the context that we're using it. It hasn't changed. He's still an inside linebacker. Like, oh, behind the line, inside linebacker, stack, off ball. They're all off ball. All inside linebackers are off ball. Unless so, they line up as a mug. And then... Stack. Well, th- then they, they're, they're standing up. Then they're... Uh, <laughs> and they're not lining up at inside linebacker. They're on the line then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Double so, mug, man. One of my favorites. When we're talking about an inside linebacker, I don't understand the need to make this sound more complicated it is to to make us sound smarter than we are it's it's i don't know it just seems so what's the word pretentious to me oh and i don't like it that's the main reason so See, scott's scott's representing atlanta and i'm out here in seattle drinking my latte oh the <laughs> off-ball stack linebacker hmm. it just, exactly it just sounds it sounds so what you mean the guy that's been playing inside linebacker for 150 years that that guy yeah oh okay yeah I think if you accept edge as just the catch-all terminology for that position, then and I do there. absolutely, I do yep. because normally, because again, it does get a little confusing. And sorry, we're going off on this, um, but we haven't had football yet. It's not quite out of the out of the off season completely. Because when you talk about a three-four end and a four-three end, those are completely different yep. players. And the walk-up edge guys, the outside linebackers, and the three-four are different than four-three ends. So I'm I'm okay with that. Those those are. But the inside linebackers and inside linebackers and inside linebacker. Now whether you got one or two, you know that's that's different. But they're still inside. They're yeah. still inside. Whether he's a Mike or if he's inside depends on if he's in a four-three or a three-four. But that's been the same for 150 years. That hasn't changed. 
Anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. 100%. Uh, ben- Benjamin Flores, morning fellows. Hopefully the Raiders is <laughs> every single preseason game and that carries over into the regular season. Hate the Raiders. Have a good day, y'all. Everyone but the Raiders have a good day. Um, Michael Ronquillo, good morning, Nick and Scott and Broncos for breakfast. Let's ride and go Broncos. John Bagley's in the house as well. Let's ride. Good to see you, John. And Kevin Seven, been a hot second. He says, fellas, I ain't seen y'all in months. We've been here. What, what's wrong, Kevin? Leaving us, uh, leaving us on red. He said, started working in the night shift and forgot what life was. Happy to catch this one, though. Good to see you, Kevin. Hey, guess what? Uh, we haven't seen you, but maybe maybe you've seen us because you can catch the shows after the fact on YouTube or uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, you know, if, if you're busy, you don't have time, but work on the night shift. Those can be long, I bet. Uh, if you have a little time, you put in the earbud. Hang out with Nick and Scott. We'll get you through the shift. Yeah, um, welcome back, good. Kevin. It's good to have you. And thank you for the support, my friend. Um, yep. And hopefully you'll uh, now that the season's cranking up again, you, you, you won't be a stranger. So welcome back, sir. Yeah. Awesome to see you. Good morning, lads from Gabe. Uh, Engvald. We also got Patrick McRae coming in saying good morning and Denver for life. Good to see you. Bronco gang saying Bronco nation stand up. It's Bronco country, Bronco gang. No, I don't care. Some people get really persnickety about uh, You can't say Bronco nation. It's Bronco country, whatever. Go Bronco. Oh, he got it here. Never mind. You're, you're all forgiven Bronco gang. You're back in. Um, it was good to see you. Um, we also got Zebulon saying wishing we signed Dunlap before Kansas City. Yeah. Dunlap would have been a good one, but I'm feeling pretty good about how Browning has uh, standing out so far and to the point where the Broncos, might be looking to trade an edge rusher. Um, we'll see. We'll talk about that here in a bit. Robbie Law coming in saying, how do we win that helmet again? Um, PristineAuction.com. Use the code HUDDLE to get a chance to get it. Um, so that would I'll, be... I'll put the... One more time, I'll put the link in there. And then for everybody, because again, you want to register. Not only does it help us, it, yeah. it, ob- it absolutely does. We have selfish yeah. reasons for this. It helps us. It helps our sponsor, which helps us have more content for you. But man, it's a cool giveaway it's a it's a really cool giveaway so um pristineauction.com slash register and then it'll ask you when you register how did you hear about us choose us huddle yep 100 Mm -hmm. falling sloth howdy broncos country we also got brad d in the house saying good morning from beautiful montana yeah montana is certainly beautiful um juan coming in here saying good morning boys just thought i'll take mhh over phil milani and all those other guys let's go broncos uh hire mhh i love phil uh, Eric, you know, those are, they do a great job. Um, good guys. There's a lot of different people doing good stuff covering the Broncos. We really appreciate you coming and hanging out with us, Juan. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not gonna denigrate or talk down any of those guys. Cause uh, a lot of people doing good work and, uh, they all bring different, uh, flavors to the show. And so does MHH. I mean, even in this small niche, you know, the Chad and Zach show is much different than the Eric and Lance show is much different than the Nick and Scott show and Nick and whoever got, uh, they're fun. Um, it's a good time. So, uh, we appreciate that, Juan. Very nice of you to say, though. Um, we also got Alex. Alex. The NFL has only been around 100 years. Why are you adding 50 years? Because football's been around longer than the National Football League. That's yeah. why. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, Dom coming in. Good morning, Nick and Scott in Broncos country. Let's see what practice holds today. No injuries. Um, so <clears throat> getting into it, the, the Darius Shepard uh, signing, talking mm-hmm. about North Dakota State, uh, bringing him in. There are multiple connections here that uh, come to mind, but in my opinion, He's a camp body. You're bringing in somebody to get a rotation here. This is what his third or fourth team in the league. He's been around for a bit. Um, happy for him to, you know, get some money and a chance to crack a roster again. But my expectations are not high besides, you know, maybe a few preseason catches and uh, filling out the the roster to the extent that they can run the reps in practice that they need to. Um, but the connections to the Broncos did play for the Packers for a little bit. So there's some Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Justin Outen connection there uh, for the Broncos, but also, George Payton coming from Minnesota, the Vikings, when George Payton was there, loved 
to draft North Dakota state guys and pick those guys up um, from undrafted free agent. They scouted the heck uh, out of that region. Um, a lot of those uh, was it the Missouri Valley conference areas in the, the Northern great plains. Um, so I definitely think this is also not only uh, Nathaniel Hackett connection, but a George Payton and his scouting team as well, just because the Vikings roots, they were really good at finding under the radar guys ish North Dakota state, somewhat under the radar. Um, in, they're under uh, the radar. in their region. I mean, they're under the radar for sure. I mean, they've been yeah. put on the map here more recently, but we're still not talking about Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, et cetera, et cetera here. I mean, not even, I mean, no offense, but the Iowa's and Auburn's of the world, the next level down of, you know, the power schools. If they're not P5, they're under the radar. Yeah. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yep, absolutely. Um, you are you're hundred percent correct. Maybe I'm a little bit biased because North Dakota State came to Iowa ten years ago and beat them, and uh, mm-hmm. that still stings. Um, but uh, and also how many like championships they won, and also sending Carson Wentz and Trey Lance to the NFL. I mean, that's yeah, pretty incredible. Uh, it's a, it's it's, tur- it's definitely turned into a must stop place. You must yeah. go there for sure. Yep. Um, but getting into you know checking out those guys in a camp body. What's nice though is yeah, it's a it's still an opportunity. And and again, relationships of all kinds help get you opportunities. It does it's not really any different in sports than it is in the real world. Basically, every job I've had for the last 30 years I've gotten cuz I already knew somebody that was working there. Yeah. Um and he, you know that the trust factor is there. I know what I'm going to get out of this person when he comes in, he's going to be a good professional. Um I can be honest with him about his chances coming in here and, and Darius Shepard will be very happy for the opportunity to come in. It's a chance for him to come in and earn a job again yep. uh, and get paid doing it. You know, you, you still make money. Um, you still get paid while you're doing that. It's not guaranteed contracts for long, but you still get paid while you're doing it. So he's, he's getting a check and a chance to, you know, a chance to come in and, and, and do a job. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see. We'll follow him and uh, excited for, real reps on tape uh, coming out here pretty soon. Um, so let's get into this. We also got Andy Schrant coming in here saying, Hey guys, sorry I'm late. 
we were talking about it. God, where the hell is Andy? He's so late. No, um, it's all good. Uh, saying, sorry, I'm late. Uh, but what do you all think about the recent intensity of practices? Um, seems pretty normal to me. I'm glad the Broncos aren't having a crazy amount of fights. Um, maybe even a little bit less than normal, but you know, they're ramping up yesterday. Yesterday was almost an off day. Yesterday yeah. was kind of a walkthrough off day. Now, I don't know if that was a recovery day that was planned or if it was almost a mental health day of sorts, too, where they just kind of combined it a little bit. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett talked a little bit about it in his press conference yesterday about how getting those jogging walkthroughs is important for the mental reps. And then Malik Reed in his press conference talked about it. He's like, yeah, I, I feel better than I ever have at this stage, you know, health wise. So, again, the install, that's important. Um and then a day after losing two guys to ACLs, uh, you know, I, you'll never hear them admit this, and it may not be one of the factors, but kind of a recovery day mentally, a recovery day physically yesterday was definitely needed, and I expect it to ramp up. I think they uh, go Thursday, Saturday back in pads. It's supposed to, and I would expect the intensity to ramp back up to to 100. Yeah. Good question, gonna- Andy. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you, Andy. And uh, it's okay that you're late. We also got Max Power coming in with the two pounds, saying, uh, honestly, wouldn't trade anyone after the Tim Patrick's injury. Um, yeah, you're right, because injuries can happen. But uh, this is a, a good segue into our conversation here, because the Broncos right now only have four draft picks, and you're talking about cutting down from 90 to 53. Maybe you're talking closer uh, to the regular season happening, so that way you don't have to go through those reps and injuries and whatnot. But it does seem like some players maybe are starting to emerge as easier to move, assuming no injuries happen at their position. So uh, let's get into it here and uh, shout out to tomorrow morning's show host, uh, Thomas Hall. He had an article here recently uh, over on Mile High Huddle saying uh, three players, um, three prime trade candidates from Broncos camp and uh, three guys that make some sense here um, for me. So let's get into it. First player here. Uh, he lists as Malik Reed, outside linebacker. Oh, no, he didn't list him as an edge. Uh, he said, Reed is a valuable player in pass rush situations. He's been a longtime starter, including the entire 2020 season when Von Miller was lost to injury, where Reed fin- finished as a team leader in sacks. Reed could fetch a mid-round pick if offered up in a trade. Maybe. Uh, he's playing on a <laughs> one-year restricted free agent contract that carries no dead money, and it's relatively inexpensive. A starting caliber pass rusher with manageable contract will be intriguing to teams that need help on edge. Broncos have several players vying for the remaining backup spots at rush linebacker team cannot afford to lose players by keeping the team cannot afford to lose players by keeping Reed uh, second round selection. Nick Benito is a future Baron Brown has been moved from inside to edge and the team has been fawning over his ability to get after the pass rusher. They also have Jonathan Cooper and Christopher Allen um, who uh, inact- are activated. Um, they also have Brandon Gregory, of course, and Bradley Chubb. So uh, Malik Reed, he to me is the guy that I think the Broncos would be the best served to move on from. Um, but listing a mid round pick in return for Reed, I think is a little bit pie in the sky. He was available for practically nothing as a, uh, restricted original round tender restricted free agent as an undrafted free agent. So, uh, I mean, maybe you get a six round pick back. Maybe it's one of those things where you get a, uh, a five, but you send Reed in a seven. Um, but, uh, you, I don't think you're going to get great capital for him, but you get him off the books. You get him an opportunity elsewhere. You do get some picks. Yeah, what's his, his his number right now? Because when you're talking about trades, one of the first things you want to ask is, you know, how easily are they replaced? Um, you know, and and I think Jeremy just said, you know, we we kind of we kind of trash read, but he still ends up with numbers. Um, 
you know, kind of like the putback guy in basketball. You know, he seems to he always seems to clean up the trash and and end up with his. You know, how did how do you get fourteen points? I don't remember him even scoring because you know he was he was in there cleaning up other people's messes. So looking at Malik Reed's number again, if you were worried about his cap number, why'd you sign him? You know, you didn't have to bring him back. He's two point four right now what could you get back for him i mean you could have signed him for me someone else probably could have signed him for a little bit more than that and just didn't deem it worthy so again what can you get in return and how easily is he is he replaced <clears throat> those are the kind of things you want to ask if he's very easily replaced internally then then you're you're good you know hey i've got a younger cheaper guy that that i feel good about coming in jonathan cooper is going to take his spot christopher allen's going to take his spot the thing that's a little scary on that nick is you when you started reeling off those names, all I kept hearing in my head was injury, injury, injury. You know, you're like, okay, well, Christopher Allen. Well, can I count on Christopher Allen? No, I, I can't. Okay. Randy Gregory, he's not playing right now either. Bradley Chubb. Yeah, we know about Bradley Chubb. So, you know, Malik Reed is a pretty inexpensive insurance policy. There's a lot of numbers there, and, and we think we're confident that. Across all of them, we're going to end up with two productive edges on the field at the same time all year. It just may take six guys to do it at any given time. So I'm, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan unless you've got, I'm not a huge fan of trading Reed right now. Um, one year, and again, what are you going to get back for him? Is, is someone yeah. else going to pick up the freight? Or, you know, if you don't want Reed, I, I'll sit back and wait for you to cut down your 53 and I'll sign him for a million. And, and yep. you know, so I don't know how much of a trade target he actually would be. Yeah, no, it's a hundred uh, percent. That makes sense. Um, the one, another thing is going against him though, that compared to those other guys, you're right about the health and productivity, a lot of cleanup sacks, you know, negative impact on the field, probably against the run, I would say, mm -hmm. um, but it has had sacks. Um, so maybe you get some value from him still. Again, though, I mean, I think the NFL is kind of waking up to value of the edge rusher, because if you just looked at the sacks, you'd think, oh, this is a productive starter. And it's, you know, nobody jumped at him, uh, but he only has one year of control left. And with the Broncos likely, um, you know, going to get a little top heavy with a Russell Wilson contract extension coming down the line. You want some cheap guys on the back end and getting rid of Jonathan Cooper in wake of Reed or getting rid of Christopher Allen in wake of Reed. Maybe is not the best long-term uh, answer. And, and Reed only has one year on his contract because he That's was only one. offered yep. one year. You know, it's yeah. not like he's coming off a four-year deal. Yeah. He was available to anybody else. That was the point you made to begin with. He was yep. available for a song. No one else really bit. Yep. So if, if I could have had him for nothing a couple of months ago, why would I trade you something now? Unless I've got an injury, you know, all yep. of a sudden my plans change, which happens, right, Nick? I mean, that, yep. that, that could be, you know, I'm going into this thing thinking I've got these four guys at edge. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I got two guys on my practice squad. Ah, crap. Two of them just went down. So plans do change. Yep. So, you know, that, that does make sense from when Reed was available to now things can change drastically. So I just yeah. kind of corrected myself, Nick, for you. So you didn't have to <laughs> now onto the stack linebacker. No, I'm just kidding. Graham Glasgow uh, coming in next for Thomas's piece saying coming to the Broncos via free agency in 2020 Glasgow has been a solid starter, but one could argue he's not lived up to his four year, 44 million contract suffered a significant injury week seven last season. Could still be suffering from lingering effects on that injury. Glasgow is currently running with the second and third team in training camp. It appears to be a battle for the right guard position between Quinn Miners and Nat Natani Moody. Sounds like Quinn Miners has won that battle. 
Um, Glasgow has some value as a player who can be a backup at center and guard, but he may have more value as a one-year starter on an offensive line needy team. His contract is not unreasonable in the wake of accepting a restructure earlier this year. And if the Broncos are lucky, they could get a late round pick in a trade. Uh, there could be some trepidation in the front office due to health concerns with Billy Turner and Tom Compton, forcing a team to hang on to Glasgow as insurance until those two return. So the issue with uh, my issue here with trading Glasgow uh, for the, the Broncos is that you get absolutely no cap relief. Uh, from moving on from him, I think it's worse. Uh, yeah, you know, so it, it, I keep hearing Graham Glasgow, and if we've, I, I think Chris Jenkins came in here a little bit, and uh, he said, you know, football one hundred and one from Scott. Yeah, that's it. If we need to go up to you know two hundred one and two hundred two, we're gonna have Nick. I'm I'm the remedial course, and the remedial course for f- finding out who's available is is go to Spot Rack. Hell, I'll even put the link in there for Graham Glasgow. Here's the link. For in the chat, y'all. So I'm I'm dropping in the chat. And if you're if you're listening later, just Google uh, Graham Glasgow spot rack, and and look at that dead cap number, and then look over at the at the cap hit. His cap hit is six. His dead cap is nine. So if I get rid of him, he actually costs me money. Yeah, you're pretty safe in that regard. You're you're pretty safe in that regard. So. I look down at the next year, and this is what we talked about last year, Nick. It's like there's no way he's playing on the same contract. You look at next year, and his cap hit rises to 14, and his dead cap is three. Bye. You know, no yeah. way. You, you, there's no way he plays 2023 on that contract. No way. Yeah. So I, I think he's I, – I just I can't see him moving on just because it doesn't make – any financial sense it's actually a hindrance so again what can you get in return how does it help you and how easy is you replaced you're not going to get much in return it actually hurts you and he is easily replaced he's already been replaced that's why you can move him on yep but you you just went you went one for three on that number yep 100 uh we got a comment coming here from uh robbie law saying uh who's our tight ends for the starters plans really fant missed out on championship run Really, that wasn't Fant's decision. So uh, um, good luck in Seattle, Fant. Um, we'll see how it plays out for you here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, starters for the tight end position, it really feels like the tight end position is dichotomized into three separate roles. And there's obviously a little bit of bleed over in their usage, uh, but I would say pretty pretty obviously these three roles. You have the wide tight ends battling each other, Eric Salbert and uh, Tomlinson there, the more inline attached classic tight end position. Then you have the F tight end, the flex guy, the big slot, uh, move around a little bit more of a receiving guy, detached from the line of scrimmage um, in Albert Okwebnam and Greg Dulcich. And then you have Andrew Beck, more of the H back type. Now you might see some of the F tight ends being able to play some of the H's. You might see Thomas and Salbert sometimes playing H as well, making Beck a little bit more uh, disposable. But those are the battles to look out for. It does seem like, given how quiet it's been on the Albert Okwebnam front, Maybe uh, I'm not saying the bell is tolling for him, uh, but uh, Dulcich getting back healthy again and starting to get those reps. Maybe he's the guy to watch out for there in that role. There's a couple of those guys. I mean, it's, you know, Albert O was, <clears throat> was uh, in front of the microphone yesterday and he's asked, you know, how are you doing in your blocking? He's like, I'm getting better. I'm working on it. I feel good about it. Um, <clears throat> two guys that we've been kind of counting on that we really haven't heard a lot about going into the season are Albert Okowebenam, not positively really or negatively and Quinn Miners not mm-hmm. positively or negatively. It's been fairly quiet around those guys. Um, being that this is a new regime, what does that mean exactly? You know, if they come out and have fantastic years, we know that no news is good news. Yep. 
if they come out and they're buried in the depth chart or not playing very well, we might know that no news is all right. These guys are kind of on the fringe. So it's one of those kind of wait and see moments. And again, I, I, I've picked Albert Okawebenam uh, to be a kind of a, a breakout player this year based on his skill set and, and his opportunity. And don't waste it, kid. Don't waste it. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yep. hundred percent. Um, hopefully he is a uh, standout. Maybe he's a trade candidate. Um, if he's not leaning, that's what I'm saying. Team. I'm sorry. Yeah. I started looking at that and I'm like, you know, is, is, is Okawebenom an absolute sure-fired 100% bet to be, you know, to be one of the top two guys to, to be on this team in a, in a month. Yep. 90%. Absolutely. Yes. But you know, is it a hundred percent? Mm, if you can get a six round pick for him and you know, you're really happy with Dulcich and you think, Hey, Salbert and Tomlinson are actually really great. And God, you'd rather have so that cheap room. though, Nick, you know, yeah. I just, I did the look right now. His, you know, his cap hit is 1 million. No, it's um, a fourth round pick. That's, it's yeah, not about the money. It's about so the picks. Yeah. yeah. It's it's about getting the picks though. You only have four right now, which right. is yikes. Um, Shiloh, Shiloh coming in here saying had knee surgeries myself. Uh, he, feeling for Tim. I see Albert Okwebenam and Greg Dulcich filling the void as much as they can. Go Broncos. Definitely possible. Uh, just talking about trading Okawebanon, but we'll see. Um, we're going to see the usage here pretty soon in preseason. They're not going to give away the, the entire playbook, but it will be interesting. Uh, last player here coming in from um, in Thomas Hall's article, uh, Mike Purcell um, being a guy that could be traded. He says, when healthy Purcell is a monster against the run, this season he appears to be in good health and ready to return to his 2019 form. The issues are that Deshaun Williams is pushing for the starting role and that the team signed DJ Jones and free agency. With those two players and Draymond Jones locking down the three starting spots, Broncos don't have to keep Purcell as a backup. Team has invested draft picks on the defensive line over the last three years to bolster the unit. Earlier in the spring, Iuma Uzurike was drafted in the fourth and Matt Henningsen in the sixth. Broncos also invested a seventh-round selection in Marquis Spencer in 2021 and have McTelvin Najim as well. Could be a risky move to go entirely with a youth movement on the defensive line, uh, which may force the team to keep Purcell around. However, if a late-round pick could be obtained for his services, the front office should pull the trigger. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to trade for Mike Purcell, uh, given his age and I think like $3.5 million cap hit. Um, mm-hmm. You can find big bodies out there pretty typically, and you definitely will find some big bodies after the teams go from 90 to 
53, but you're not seeing the older veterans that aren't, you know, plus players traded very often at this point. It's the guys who are still on their rookie contracts that are getting uh, some value in return. Typically uh, this time, you know, the Duke Dawson types of trades for your Broncos countries guys out there. You remember that and gals. Uh, right. So no, I don't think I want to say real quick. Thank you to Shiloh. That feels like a new name. I don't recognize yeah. uh, your name. It's, it's fairly uh, unique. So um, should remember it from here on out, but thanks for coming in green and uh hope your knee surgeries you put plural in there my friend who's too young to be having knee replacement is trying to talk his doctor into one because his knee just pops out a joint from tearing it up so often it's it's the old wounds man so purcell as a trade candidate you know he he is fairly expensive and you do get three and a half million in cap relief his cap hit is actually 4.2 uh dead cap of seven seven hundred seventy thousand dollars um, he's a little bit of a specialist, mm-hmm. but his specialist is pretty special. Um, yeah. if I can plug in a guy in a three, four that can stop the run, you know, and Thomas mentioned guys that are, that they've traded for that have, uh, you know, pushing for those spots. It kind of depends on the scheme and, the, and the, the distance. If I'm third and one, I want Purcell over the center every time. I don't necessarily want, uh, DJ Jones or, or, uh, the, uh, or Draymond, you know, over the, over the center. I want, I want Purcell or Deshaun Williams. I want Purcell in there. He's got a little bit more, you know, junk in the trunk, so to speak, um, where he, he can be that anchor that I need. And can I afford him? You know, am I, do I need that three and a half million to do something else? Now, if all of a sudden we bring in, uh, you know, um, OBJ and he looks fantastic and I need to come up with an extra $2 million of cap money, there's three and a half. You might be in trouble, but, if I don't need that money right now, I'd, I'd just as soon have an anchor in the middle of the line, assuming he's healthy. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It will be uh, interesting to how it plays out. I know, Scott, you got to get going here. One last guy I wanted to talk about here, uh, NFL.com uh, lead draft writer Eric Edholm uh, recently released an article about the uh, first stringers who could lose starting jobs and uh, potentially be uh, traded or, you know, just a backup. Um, and the Bronco that listed here, um, from Eric's, uh, piece is none other than one we talked about as well that I thought might be end up on, uh, uh, Thomas's list, Dalton Reisner. Um, Eric mm-hmm. writes the 27 year old Reisner has started 47 games in his first three seasons. And is one of the more liked Broncos players in the locker room. Uh, also he should be highly motivated to play well this season considering he's in a contract year, but the outlook for Reisner who has been solid to this point in his career suddenly seems murky. Natani Moody has been seeing some first team reps at guard and might be a better fit for the team's newly implemented zone blocking system. Not sure about that, Eric, but we'll see. Uh, Reisner makes pretty good coin this season and could be a dark horse trade candidate. Uh, should Moody clearly beat him out for a starting gig. And uh, I think you, Moody and uh, Reisner, you're talking about trades on the interior offensive line. Those are the two names that stick out to me uh, as tradable just because Glasgow is from what I gather, the most liked guy in the locker room on the interior offensive line. And also the uh, the contract wise, you're not going to get any draft capital back from him. You're not clearing any cap space. You're probably going to get better back for Reisner um, and Moody, and uh, you can clear more space than the negative cap hit for Glasgow. So those are the two names in the interior that stand out to me. Yeah, um, Coach Hackett tried to play down the fact that Mooty was getting some first team reps. <clears throat> he, he said yesterday, he said everybody needs to work with everybody. We're going to need all the guys. Dalton has done an absolutely incredible job. He's been a guy that has come out there as a leader. He's been great just from flying into the run game to pass production. So when asked about Mooty getting first-team reps, he immediately talked up Reisner. Now, again, we don't know. We'll learn after this year 
what this coach speak means and reading between the lines. You know, if he's talking a guy up, he's playing, he plays well, we understand. If he's talking a guy up and he benches him, he's just trying to keep his hopes up because he's about to move him backwards. We don't know all of these things yet. We will learn them because, as we've said before, coaches lie so much they don't call it lying, they call it coach speak. So we've got to get our translator out. We don't quite have it yet with uh, with Coach Hackett. So, um, again, I, I need the depth there, though, Nick. You know, mm-hmm. you're moving him on. Who's who's who? Then you know, if you've got Muti, Miners, Riser, and Glasgow hasn't been very good. You know, I got three guys for two positions. That's yeah. that's right. That's what I need. Yep. I think uh, the question then it becomes uh, Tom Compton and Billy Turner's health. Both those mm-hmm. guys are also uh, guard potential. Especially mm-hmm. it sounds like Calvin Anderson is starting to lead way at that right tackle spot. And then also you have a uh, Luke Wattenberg, who the Broncos traded up for in the fifth round, who's been up and down in camp, but the fact that the Broncos traded up for him in the fifth round makes you wonder if they would not want to put him on the practice squad uh, to have him get uh, poached. So definitely things to consider there, but the the ones that stand out for me, if it's, you need to have some idea of the health of Compton and uh, Compton and Turner. Right. Which right now has been a question mark and Calvin Anderson is getting talked up a lot. Yeah. We'll see how that plays out a lot. Uh, Yep. Well, guys, that's going to have to do it for us today. Scott's got to get running. So make sure you're following Scott on Twitter at Scout Kennedy. I'm at Nick Kendall, MHH. Um, Also, make sure you're following us at MHI underscore pod and at Mile High Huddle. If you haven't done so yet, join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle and facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle pod. And of course, subscribe, like and share over on YouTube. We will see you guys again Tuesday morning, uh, the last Monday without a uh, Broncos for breakfast show. And uh, we have some more football to talk about. So it's going to be a great time. Uh, everyone have a great weekend. Uh, Scott, you have a good weekend too. I know you got to fly. So if you want to say anything to the people or if you just want to Irish goodbye, it's all good. Say say to the people. Yeah. Again, uh, try and register. No purchase necessary. Pristineauctions.com for the Javante Williams helmet. And um, that's about it. Great conversation. Appreciate y'all being here today. And um, one more day closer. One, one day closer to football. We're getting there, baby. Everyone have a good weekend. Uh, Choose kindness and choose compassion. We'll see you again soon. Go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.